This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaris. How are you, Deanne? I am fabulous, Mark. Fabulous? Oh, yay! We got it! And there's a crowd. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And we're, and we're all excited to be here every Saturday afternoon at 1 o'clock. I also, um, Mina, one of our favorite listeners, called me up today and wanted to make sure we are going to be on Saturday at 1 o'clock. We are the last show Saturday, and then right after this, it's all Christmas music. And it's going to be Frank Sinatra, so I am so honored to be on the same station with Frank Sinatra. That's very good. So if you want to ask us a question, give us a call on residential, commercial, mortgages, whatever, any real estate need we can have, we always answer our phone. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609-605-7153. Going into our 15th year, we're here every week to answer your questions, keep you informed with your real estate needs, because we are the number one real estate show in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> the only real estate show in That's Philadelphia. Right. Which is unbelievable, but, but I'm happy. So tell us what's coming up today. Oh, student. Another student. student. Hello, yep. can I help you? Mark, coming well, up on today's this- show, we have our market report. Yes. We have business tips with asking Dr. A. Yes. We have Mark's funny story. Don't know if it's funny. No, different, different cool Christmas story today. All right. Very good. We also have our mortgage mom topic, which is being confident in today's market. And Mark, before we get any further in the show, I want to say hello to Paul Kenny. I want to thank him for being a loyal listener as well. He's a loyal listener and a great client. So thank you, Paul. Very good. I also, we have our questions. So the first question is, I know that I have roughly three to five years before I'm able to buy a house. My question is, how do I find out what price my house, what I need to find out what price... (laughs) house my wife and i can afford three to five years yeah i got a three to five i got a three to five month program (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Next question. If I have a land contract and I put 10% down on 170,000, that is 10% taken off the 170 before I start making the payment. Is that correct? Where'd you get these questions from? You want me to wait and answer that one? (laughs) (laughs) Where'd you get these questions? All right. Next email me questions. All right. Next question is, and we're grateful. The next question is, I am closing on a home in California next week. What recourse do I have if the seller does not disclose a known issue and is found after closing? Don't move to California. (laughs) Next question is, recently (laughs) began as a landlord and I am looking for a good tenant, a, a good tenant screening service. Did a quick check, but there are so many services. Please help. All right. Good now, questions. Our topic of the day is six tax benefits for homeowners. Perfect timing. But yep. first, Mark, give us your motivational quote. And the motivational quote is, you control your future, your destiny. What you think about becomes about. By recording your dreams and goals on paper, you set it in motion, the process of becoming the person you most want to be. So put your future in good hands, your own. I like it. That goes back to the storyboard, which remember Anna Green used to do storyboards? Yep. And I'm telling you, I had an agent one time, wanted to take her mother to Puerto Rico, put it on a storyboard, looked at it every day, and it happened. That's awesome. I mean, thoughts turn into things. That's right. Mindset is key. Yep. So where are we at? So, Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is Frank's bell. So a recent report showing that the rate of inflation has declined a little bit in October is good news for the real estate industry and possibly a bellwether of declining mortgage rates in the coming months, which I'm hoping they just don't keep raising rates. They're not. Cutting this inflation, it's not working. Just turn the faucet on at the XL pipeline from Canada and everything will be hunky dory. Should we go on a road trip? Yeah. I, I like to go up there and turn it on myself. Let's go. The Bureau of Labor Statistics reported a 7.7% rate of inflation in October. I think it's actually a little higher than that in our area. That's still causing pain at the grocery store, the gas pump, but it's down from 8.2% in September. And that means that mortgage rates have topped out, possibly. The jump in the rates for a 30-year fixed rate from, from 3%. And remember how low they were? Like You could have been at 2.6 on a refi six months ago. 2.25. Crazy. Uh, the jump in the 30-year fixed rate from about 3% start to over 7% today has hit home they're sales not, hard. They're well, not. Let's, they're not they're 7. Not. No, no. They hit We're six and went and back down. 6 and a half. Correct. Right. Well, we're, right. You're going to get into that. Sales were down 1.5% month over month and a 23.8% year over year in September. This is all from NARD, National Association of Realtors. Very unbiased. What's group. concerning? Uh, what's concerning is in the housing sector is a big contributor to gross domestic products, and the slowdown is pulling down the economy. This is the Yun from NAR. If the housing market was stable and not declined, the GDP would be more comfortable in a positive position. Because housing is like I think a third of the GDP. So I mean, it's something that they shouldn't mess with. And they wouldn't even be talking about a recession if they didn't screw around with these rates. Despite the headwinds of the higher mortgage rates and slowing sales, severe limited inventory will keep the home prices from declining. And they're not. Like, I got a listing right now on a street in Philly, and I thought I was right on the borderline at 305, and somebody just listed one for 330. 
And I'm looking at every, there's only eight houses for sale within a mile of this thing. That's a lot. And, that's good. Eh, it's, within it's a not, mile? The, inv- the inventory is pretty low. You know, these are mostly twins and singles. For the most part of the country, home prices are holding steady since the available inventory is extremely low. But places like California are actually saying prices go down because it's just such a mess out there. And now they want to do all kinds of crazy things with tax dollars. Even in areas where agents are seeing the decline, uh, there's no big price collapse. The housing inventory is about a quarter of it was that back in 2008, a quarter of what it was in 2008, the worst real estate market in history. Distressed property sales were almost non-existent, about 2%, and nowhere near the 30% seen during the big housing crash. One of the uh, many factors are contributing to the undersupply of housing. Builders aren't building enough homes. Investors have taken single-family homes out of the market for potential homeowners, and some owners are converting homes to short-term rentals rather than selling. One added factor is they may be thinking about getting bigger homes for their growing families, but then deciding they love their 3% mortgage more than an extra baby room. So, in fact, mortgage rates are following the historic norms. They'd be lower than they are today. And, and that's why the investors are having a tough time finding, because uh, there's no big foreclosure. I think foreclosure rates are 1.2%. So, investors are having t- tough time finding like all those foreclosures. The pennies that were on the dollar. Yeah, I know. No. So tell us about the rates. So, Mark, the rates right now, you're looking at a 30 year fix at 6.5% for your conventional. Your 15 right. year is at 5.625. Your 5 1 arm is at 5.25%, but that's costing you 1.5%, which still is not a bad rate. Your 30 year FHA is at 6%. Your thirty-year VA is at six percent. Now, keep in mind, these are they're low rates. They are low, low rates. rates. I mean, these are perfect rates to buy. And with these rates, again, I keep preaching, preaching, preaching. But you're not in a competitive market. You're not waiving the home inspection, um, or you know, you're not spending twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars over asking. So jump in. I promise you, yeah. the water is delightful. Yeah, 48% of Philly's got to wake up. Your rents, everybody that's running in Philly's rent's going to go up next year because of the inflation reduction tax Correct. on small business. So somebody's going to pay that tax. And you're paying somebody's mortgage, either yours or your landlord. So wake up, Philly. All right. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, all positive all the time here on Christmas Eve. I don't think we ever did it. I don't think we ever did. In 14 years, it never fell foul on our <laughs> right on our show. So it's ooh, I'm gonna wait for Are Santa. Are you all warm we'll right and fuzzy, back. Mark? I am warm and fuzzy. <laughs> we'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, not here for our profit, here for yours. Welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive, all the time on Christmas Eve. So where are we at, Deanne? So, Mark, we are up to your funny story. But today it is a different story. This is a Christmas okay. story. This is going to be tough to get through. This one's called The Christmas Coat. 
Somebody sent me this, and it's a great story. So this old guy was fumbling around one day in a woman's clothing store, and he found his wife a Christmas coat. And he was headed for the door when he bumped into a little boy that looked like he was lost. And the little boy said to him, Mr., can I help? Can you help me? He goes, I want to find out how much something costs, this coat. And it's almost Christmas, and the nights are getting cold, and, and wintertime is on us, and my mom don't have a good coat. And I've been working for the neighbors and saving for the time. And his tiny, he outstretched his tiny hand, and he had about a few bucks and a dime. And his gaze went from that big boy to the old man looked at him, and he looked at the pretty Christmas coat, and the old man cleared his way to a lump in his throat that he gathered, and he said, son, he goes, that's just what that coat cost. We're lucky we found it. And he turned around and gave a wink to the lady at the counter. And she put the pretty coat in a box, a very pretty box, wrapped it up. So went in the back, found a big bag, big red Christmas bow. And the boy said, thank you for your help, sir. He goes, and I kindly thank you, ma'am, too. He goes, I hope you all have a great Christmas because I know I am. Well, the old man walked home, busted, except for a few dollars because he couldn't buy to his wife the coat because he bought it for the kid. Think he just had to you know, buy the coat another time. And he told his wife that this Christmas wouldn't be so much fun. And gently took her in his arms and he told her what he'd done. And she said, uh, you old softy, I wouldn't trade you for anything. She goes, I've got two or three old coats. I love you. You keep me warm. She put the money in a matchbox and placed it beneath the tree, uh, their Christmas tree. And she said, that's the grandest gift that you've ever given me. So uh, years go by like they do, right? And uh, so when people are in love and their marriage was a golden bond forged by God above. And then one day came some bitter news that filled his heart with fright. The doctor told the old man that his wife was going to lose her sight, but there's an operation we can do. But it's going to put, put me on the spot, he goes, because it's quite complex procedure and it's going to cost a lot. And the old man said to the doctor, he goes, doctor, I'm a failure. I have no preparation for this. I don't have any money for that kind of operation. And all of a sudden, the doctor got this strange look on his face and he sat there for a while. Then he slowly nodded and he broke out in a smile and he looked at the old man. He goes, why, sir, he goes, you can't, can't fool me. He says, you're a very wealthy man. He said, years ago, you invested in the best savings plan ever. He goes, and he goes, I'll see she gets the best care and she's going to be just fine. The total cost of you, you old friend, is a few dollars and a dime. And the old man in disbelief. Then he recognized that smile that he'd seen years ago when that loving, thoughtful child and the guy said, you gave me that day was more than a coat. He said, you gave me the gift of giving. And you gave, gave my mother hope. She was neglected, mistreated, abused. But she gave just one. She gave life another chance. And it was all due to you. And all because of you. Now, every year she takes that coat, lays it below the tray. And it re represents to us the things that Christmas ought to be. She says that when... We leave the world for the better someday. The only things we'll take with us are the things we gave away. Great job, Mark. That was tough. 
I know. I was ready to jump in, but you did amazing. That's such a great it story. A Merry great Christmas story. and happy holidays, yeah, Merry everyone. Christmas, everybody. If you have a story, a funny story, or a story, send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501. <laughs> All right, so next is the Mortgage Mom segment with the Ann Cat Cyrus from Green Tree Mortgage on Christmas Eve. And her topic is how to be a confident buyer in today's competitive market. That's exactly what I thought it was. <laughs> All right. Tell me about this. Oh, tough act to follow, man. I can't believe you did that to me. Yeah, that was All a right. good one. It was a good one. So here's my Christmas present to everyone as well. A holiday present. Today's real estate market. It's tough. And it has low inventory, has high amount of buyers that are slowly getting on the fence, um, especially cash buyer. But it doesn't mean that it's not the right time for you to buy a home. It just means that you need to be a confident buyer. So with so many buyers competing for a limited number of home homes, it's more important than ever to know the ins and outs of the market and and be making a, comp- a confident and competitive art. Um, you got me all messed up. A competitive offer. Right. Offer. Here are the five keys to success <coughs> for the mortgage stage in home buying process. The first one, listen to your lender. Linda, yes. listen, listen, listen. <laughs> listen to your lender and listen to your real estate agent. So buying and selling a home can be very emotional. And that's why trusted professionals like ourselves can help you stay focused on what are the most important things. So remember, let your home buying team guide you on your journey, not your emotions. No doubt. So their support and expertise, okay, will keep you from compromising on what your must-haves are and your future financial stability. So we talk about, you know, what's the most important thing we need to talk about. So your real estate professional should be your primary source for answers to the questions that you have When you're ready to make an offer and your lender, such as me, can make sure that you are pre-approved and you know what your financing options are. So number two is understanding your finances. So having a complete understanding of your budget and how much house you can afford, it is essential. The best way to know this um, is to work with your lender, get pre-approved early in the process and know what your closing costs are. Know what your payment is. Only 44% of today's prospective buyers are planning to apply for a pre-approval. I mean, I run into all my my agents that are like, well, I want to build a relationship. I'm going to take them out and show them a house. I have somebody out shopping right now for a $500,000 house. We, ju- we just found out her credit score isn't even in the realm to purchase but they're still taking her out shopping. That's these agents. So, you know, you're spinning know. your wheels. Yep. So that's 44% of today's prospective buyers. Yeah, they're so, tire kickers and they don't even know it. Exactly. So be sure to take this step so you stand out from the crowd. It shows sellers you're a serious, qualified buyer and can give you a competitive edge, especially if you end up in a bidding war. Right. Number three is- Can I say something be, about be, that? Of course you can. All right. Because me, as a listing agent, 
the first thing I'm looking at is their buyer's financial sheet that's showing me what kind of money they have in their accounts. They don't have to disclose everything, but they got to disclose their income and some other things. And then I'm looking from like you, I know what I'm getting, a full pre-approval that they got all their tax returns, W-2s, not so... You're, congratulations, you're qualified for $500,000 signed by the VP of the bank. That means nothing to me. Correct. Correct. My, Agreed. That's my two sets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're, I'm going to finish because we don't have enough time for me to go through the rest, but um, you got to make a fair offer and you need to be ready to move quickly. I will tell you in today's market, we're getting seller concessions. I say this on the last three shows. The market has changed. This is the time you should be putting your offers in. It is. It's a great time to buy. It's a great time it's to buy. Time. Date the rate, marry the house, like you've been saying. And it's the best time yep. ever to sell. The real estate market Correct. is fine. The doom and gloomers that are out there on Facebook and all that stuff. The real estate market only crashed once in 73 years, and that was 2008. And it's not going to happen It's not now. happening. We're in a totally different situation. Correct. So- so tell us where we're going after the break. We are coming up to our question and answer segment. Very good. So with that, you listen to Good News in Real Estate here on 1210 WPHT on Christmas Eve. All positive all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All right. Welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive all the time on Christmas Eve. And after us, it's Frank Sinatra Christmas songs, all right? You're not going to sing, right? Just want to make sure. No. I could sing Homeless Man for them. If you no, we're good. All right. Question <laughs> all right, number so, one. What's the first question? I know that I roughly have three to five years before I'm able to buy a house. My question is, how do I find out what price of a house my husband and I can afford? This is exactly what you were just talking about. Now, this is somebody sitting around thinking, not knowing, thinking three to five years from now. Why three to five years from now is my first question. Right. The second question is probably if they called you, they would probably buying this year. Great. Why are they Most waiting? Most of the time, people, yeah, like why? Like that lack of knowledge. That's why 48% of Philly rents. It's lack of knowledge. Right. In the last class, I told them that you need a 620 credit score and 3% down or 3.5% down FHA. And one guy goes, what? I thought you needed like a 750. I'm like, that's why you're renting, dude. <sighs> anyway, anyway. But uh, this question really bugs me. Three to five years from now, unless there's something going on in the family, I don't know. Or the credit. And then how much do I have? And how much can I afford? Yeah, but three to five years. That's, that's, a, that's like a long time. Your life could change between now and then. And that's like dog years. What is that? Uh, 35 years, dog years. <laughs> so, I mean, it's ridiculous. Call Deanne. You don't have to wait three to five years. Find out where you are. You might have yeah. an eight, eight or nine month plan. Right. And then she'll tell you how much you can afford. Right. I mean, All right, what's the next one? There's a that lot of that's, there's a lot of fact finding we need to do with that. So the next that one actually that one actually bothers me. All right, let's move on. So you stop thinking about it. Good. I have a land contract and I put ten percent down on a hundred and seventy thousand. The ten percent is taken off the one seventy before I start making the payments. Is that correct? 
That is, Stop. That is, you can't. That is very correct, Einstein. You can't. So you're making the payments on 170000 no. minus 17000 yeah, Right. Less you want to pay more. Mark. <laughs> All right. All next right. question. I'll be good. I'll be good. All right. Question number three. I'm closing on a house in California next week. So sorry. What yeah. recourse do I have if the seller does not disclose a known issue that is found after closing? Well, if you sue, go to court. That's what the first thing the judge is going to want to see is that seller's disclosure. And if it and it con if they're contracted, California's like 60 pages long. <laughs> and, and you're going to, but they have a seller's disclosure and that is what the judge, if you didn't disclose on purpose and they find like, say a major termite issue that you knew about and didn't disclose, you, you're going to lose and you're going to be either paying for all those repairs with something. Now, Did you get if, a home they, inspection? If, and the seller doesn't disclose. I am closing. They didn't close yet. So right. so they could get out of this deal at this point. I had one one yeah. time years ago. Uh, a termite guy, a realtor, were involved with the seller and hid a termite thing. That sounds like a joke. A termite no, it's guy, not a joke. A termite seller, guy. Yeah, it does sound like a joke. They all show up at a bar. And they were a joke. So I'm in the basement, right, and with my seller, and I'm looking at the beams, and I look at this one beam, and it has like a little hole in it. And I had a pen in my pocket, and I hit the <laughs> beam beam with my pen, and it just collapsed. Like it caved in, because termites eat from the inside out. So they were actually trying to hide that from somebody, rather than... And the termite guy was involved, too. I think the person sued all three of them. But... uh yeah, you got to disclose. You know, you got to disclose. Disclose, disclose, disclose. What's the last one? So the last question is, recently began as a landlord and I'm looking for a good tenant. I'm looking for a good tenant screening service. I did a quick check, but there are so many services out there. Please help. It's tough, man. I, I mean, there are services you can search for, but most of the people I deal with are property managers. So they do it all the time. And they know the way great questions they ask and how to run their credit and everything else. Jack's amazing. Yeah, Jack, you know, Jack called me today. Uh, I gave him a couple of referrals. Yeah, and uh, I give he's him, actually dealing with one of my top investors. And Jack is a property manager. What manager? What's the name of Jack's company again? Federer. Jack Federer. Phil. It's Jack Fetterman, but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I, but, I just know him as Jack. Yeah. Just Jack. Yeah, I told him he should come as a sponsor on our show because we don't have a he property should. manager. But it's tough. I, I don't know exactly how to answer this question because there's so many out there. But do you know what they and do? where are they located? Call, call a realtor up in your local area and ask them who would, they would use. Get some professional advice. That's I, I, Good idea. A property, wow. a property management company. You're lost for words at that one. Yeah, that would, it's a weird question because, like, you know, if you Google something like that, you're going to get a million of them. And, yeah, you're going to get and a then million. Then you're going yep. to get, in, <laughs> like, bombarded with emails <laughs> to unsubscribe, which is getting harder and harder. Right. They're really hiding that little unsubscribe box really good anymore. And then you got to remember what email address you put in to unsubscribe. That's right. So and it's I got difficult. like five pointing at the 8029 exactly. at Comcast.net job. <laughs> so I don't know who I'm unsubscribing from. All right. 
Well, coming up next is going to be our topic of the day, and it's six tax benefits for homeowners. On Christmas Eve, six tax Merry Christmas, Mark. Merry Christmas. So with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on 1210 WPHD, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at mortgagemom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive all the time on Christmas Eve. So where are we at, Deanne? So, Mark, we're up to our topic of the day, which is six tax benefits for homeowners. And it's a good time to talk about this because, like right now, if a sponsor came on our show and wrote us a check, they could write it off before January 1st. There you go. But there are tax benefits to being a homeowner. And so if you purchase your first home before April 30th, you're entitled to a tax credit of up to $8,000, I think. What's it? Is that the write-off now? If you currently own a home but sell it and purchase another home before April 30th of the year, you're eligible for a tax credit. I, I forget what the new tax credit is. The well, it depends. Number. It's married or single. I mean, yeah, yeah. It was two fifty and five fifty. Two fifty and five hundred. Yes. Yeah. Deductions for loan fees typically can deduct prepaid interest you paid when you got your mortgage loan that included points, origination fees, discount fees. I love that one, discount fees. <laughs> Listed on your settlement sheet. So all those fees are you can write off. Uh, each time you refinance your home, you conduct prepaid interest. However, you must meet certain requirements to take prepaid interest deductions when you purchase or refinance your home. Check with your accountant and don't do your own taxes. If you're not an accountant, don't do your own taxes. Do you, right. do you Don't pull your own teeth. You're not a dentist. So why would you do that? Property tax deductions. <laughs> this is really becoming more important in our Philly metro area. In the year you purchase uh, your home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, uh, that would stop just that would stop me in my tracks <laughs> did they get a, and your next child <laughs> you're, in, you're entitled to deduct real estate taxes you paid at the closing tape table you continue to deduct property taxes you pay each year the mortgage interest deduction every year you conduct the amount of interest and late charges you pay on your mortgage and home equity loans Mm -hmm. though there are limitations if you're you're required to purchase private mortgage insurance pmi because you made a down payment of less than the 20 percent wait wait can i do less than 20 percent yeah you can do three percent or three and a half percent you don't have to do 20 do you know that my my down payment is less than my taxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, New Jersey. And home office expenses. Home office expenses I used to worry about until I met Don Devlin, my old accountant right. and my new accountant. The greatest accountant ever. Yeah, he was great. I always thought that was a red. Somebody told me that was a red flag. If you claimed a home office, the IRS was automatically going to audit you. And he's like, who told you that? Not after COVID. Yeah. So if you have a home office you use for only business, you may be eligible to deduct the prorated cost of your mortgage insurance, other expenses related to that space. The government scrutinizes home office deductions closely. 
I don't think they really do too closely, but like I have a home office. Be sure you're entitled to the deductions before claiming them. Uh, The cost of selling your home. In the year you sell your home, you conduct the cost of selling it, plus any repairs you did. Like I just did a Curbio deal. Right. Curbio is a great program where they'll come in, do all the repairs before you list your house, and you no money out of your pocket, and then you pay them at settlement. You'll be able to deduct all that cost. Like the one I just did was twenty some thousand dollars in repairs and right. everything else. She'll be able to deduct all, all that on her next taxes. Mark, Legal let me fees, ask you a question. Advertising what? If somebody buys one of your, what are you on? Like kicks? What's the where I can go and like pay something to buy one of your songs? Yes. Does that mean you can deduct your studio? P- possibly. I never that. I never ran that one by the accountant. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that might include a LLC and a bank account. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you can also deduct decorating, repair costs. You incur ninety days before you sell your home. Advertising, administrative costs, inspection fees. The gain on your home. If you lived in your home for at least two years previous, five years before you sell it, the government lets you take the two hundred and fifty of profit on the sale of your home tax free. That's single, right? And then five hundred, and it's doubled if you're married. married. The amount is double for married couples. This deduction isn't available on rentals. See that forty-eight percent of Philly, you're missing out on all these tax deductions. The government also allows you to subtract from your home sales profits any amounts you spend on improvements, window replacement, sidings, kitchen, whatever you do. Those deductions are in an add to the tax credits you can receive. In the upcoming year for making energy saving upgrades, money invested for routine maintenance and repairs doesn't count. But there, but like this is why people should not do their own taxes. Like I I most of the realtors I run into do their own taxes. Like, why would you possibly even think about that? Most accountants are not that expensive, especially if it's an individual. And but you're gonna make it up and all not knowing all these deductions that you're missing. So it's like dentistry by owner. Like, stay in your lane. If you're not an accountant, don't do your taxes. Trust me, there's many accountants out there that they love to have your business. And they they don't beat you over the house. And you write their cost off. That's what I was going to say. The cost that the accountant is charging you is a write-off. Like my bookkeeper, my accountant, they're all tax deductions. I guarantee you, if you have an accountant and let's say they charge... I'm just throwing a number out there, six ninety five. I guarantee you, you're making that back no, up. No doubt about it. But it's just yeah. unbelievable to me that some agent, agents that make like a hundred grand a year and stuff are doing their talent taxes. I'm like, what are you crazy? And they go, what? I'm like, are you an accountant? No. And you know what Stay else they're not lane. doing? They're not investing in their retirement, which is also a deduction, right? There's all kinds of things that you can do with a little yeah. planning and a little knowledge. It's a business. Like your it's whole, a business. Your whole topic today was all about the 48% and just Philly, not counting right. the surrounding metro area of 6.7 million people. You know, right. nationwide, it's 36%. Right. It's crazy. All right. So we are up to our business segment with Asking Dr. A. And our topic today is understanding and improving emotional intelligence. And we're specifying the social regulation. Hey, Dr. Abelson, how are you? I'm doing wonderful, Mark. How are you guys there we're in Philly? good. And this is the first time in 14 years we've done a show on Christmas Eve. Wow. Yep. 
me and we were talking about it earlier in the show. So last week we talked about motivation. So this week is social regulation. Yeah. Well, explain that one to me. It's a fancy title for basically how you put all the emotional intelligence aspects together and how you use that when you're working with other people. All right. So it's, it's, it's how you actually make things happen through EQ. So, um, so it's, for example, uh, People are going to be probably getting dinner with their families uh, tomorrow or, or, or close to it. And tonight. Yep. And, uh, and, and you're going to have to socially regulate because there are going to be some people there that you can't stand. Uh, so the issue is how do you, how do you get along with them uh, as well as everybody else in your life? He was socially regulated. <laughs> The issue gets to how do you use the disc, how to use the motives, how to use the EQ to effectively, you know, have a great time and still get along with the people that you typically don't get along with. Okay. So, uh, so, so let's talk quickly about it. I mean, one of the, one of the standard ways to, to do this is something, a very, very famous approach is called getting to yes, right? It's a very famous book. And in fact, there's several books that have the same title, but the idea is that, that. When you're working with other people, you need to look at what you need to have, not what you'd like to have, but what you need to have. Right. Okay. And what happens is both parties or multiple parties, if there's more than two parties involved, need to go back to the basic elements of what has to happen, right, for you to move forward. If you go from the position of what you'd like to have, you're never going to get a negotiating settlement because people get into conflicts. There's different things that they like or different things that they want. So again, you have to go back to what you need to have in that relationship. And so if you're interacting with people, you're really getting along with, listen to them, which is the second thing. We have two ears and one mouth. Use it in that proportion. So listen to what they have to say. And then if you don't want to respond, you don't have to respond. Just, oh, you know, it's nice visiting with you. I'm going to visit with somebody else now because I haven't seen them for a while either. Okay. Those types of things that you deal with, you know, what do you need to have in the relationship? Well, you need to listen to them. They need you to listen to them and you need to get away so you can do things with other people. Right. So again, what we want to do is we want to go back to where you need or what you need to get in the relationship for it to work for you. Yeah, that makes sense because you know, what you want and what you're going to get is could be two different things. So the more you're focused on what the actual need is, it's like everything else in life. If you're focused on that, that's what will happen. Right. It's what the requirements are at that moment. Okay. So, and, and as you have a better relationship that can evolve. So if people are interested, all they have to do is contact us at ableson.net. Just go to succeed at ableson.net or give me a call at 979-575-3211. Very good, Doctor. Happy Hanukkah and happy holidays. Happy holidays, yeah. Doctor Ray. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Same to you guys. I hope you have a wonderful time with your families. All right, very good. If you have any questions, you can email them to Mark at eight oh two nine at Comcast.net or give them a call at two six seven two six six fifty five oh one. You can also email me at Deanne Katsaris at Comcast.net or give me a call at six oh nine six oh five. 
7153. And a Merry Christmas to everybody on Christmas Eve here. And a special thanks to all of our listeners and sponsors for helping us stay on the air for all these years here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. If you want to listen to past shows, you can go to our website, goodnewsandrealestate.com, and also at WPHT's website. So with that, have a great holiday. We're here on Christmas Eve, which we've never done before. Mathematically, I thought that would have happened by now, but it didn't. <laughs> anyway, I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Kitsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT on Christmas Eve. All positive, all, positive, all the time. time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate. If you'd like to contact Mark Cumberland or Deanne Katsaris or listen to any of the past shows, go to goodnewsinrealestate.com. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre recorded.